Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of Black Girl Flirting and Other Randomness Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Nia, of course, and I am back with more stories about men and my horrible attempts at dating them. (laughs) This week is no exception either. I'm going to tell you guys a little story about a brother that I met off Facebook and how that turned into, oh my goodness, Then, if I have enough time, I will talk about another brother that I met through my blog. And because if you guys were listening to episode two, I spent the whole episode talking about one brother that I had met when it was supposed to be three guys that I met through my blog. But nevertheless, I will piggyback if I have enough time um, to some other brothers who I met through my blog and that I had complete L's with as well. So sit back, relax, drink your wine, you'll smoke your weed, and I will be back. Hey sis, how you doing? How you holding up? I am holding up pretty good. I can't complain, but then I can't complain. Um, this is probably the ninth week of quarantine, if you want to call it quarantine, or just the stay-at-home order. I am totally over it. Um, If this is your first time listening to me, I am from Philadelphia and Philly is still under a stay-at-home order. Now, the thing about it is I work from home, um, so, well, I'm working from home, rather. So, I have been working from home since March after my company made the decision to throw us all out of that office. We had a little bit of a COVID scare up in there. And because of that COVID scare, my office was like, nah, we got to have all y'all work from home. So we've been working from home since March. It has been a up and down process for me. Not that I love my coworkers or anything like that, but I do want to leave my house sometimes. However, I have not been really leaving except to go to the Wawa, which is directly across the street from where I live at. People that's from Philly know Wawa is our heaven. And, um, which is a convenience store basically. And, um, I've been going to the market and of course Walmart, but other than that, I've been chilling, really, really missing just good old outdoor fun, really missing good old outdoor dick. All of these things are important to me. I have not had any quarantine dick. I have been staying at home. Honestly, even if we weren't in quarantine, I'm not really talking to nobody right now. Not that I'm not open to, but it just so happens that right before this situation had started, I had met a brother who I, um, (laughs) I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but I'm just going to say it. I had met a brother who happened to be my Uber driver that night and we kind of talked and talked and talked and. I had a long ride. I He had drove me from my work to my home, and that was about like a 40-minute ride. And so we talked and talked and talked, and I thought he was a cool guy, so I felt comfortable enough to exchange numbers with him. Anyway, he turned out to be a fucking dud, all right? Full of shit, okay? I fucking hate when I make plans with brothers and they do not honor their obligations. Don't tell me we're going to hook up at 10 and then you call me at 1230 asking me if I'm ready. No, nope, 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 nope. At my age, I am too old to be playing games like that. So honestly, I had to let Bull go. But after that situation, I kind of just was chilling. Um, I haven't really been out. It's funny because with this COVID situation, I had kind of just chilled out from going out anyway. Cause I was trying to save money. You know, I just moved into my apartment. So I was in the process of getting my living space together. And then COVID-19 happened. And then I'm like, damn, had I known this was going to happen, I may have tried a little bit harder to get me some solid penis right before. And I probably would have went out a couple of times. I might've accepted some invitations to go out. You think about all of these things where now you can't do shit, right? But anywho, I am not going to continuously talk about COVID because I'm pretty sure you're hearing about it everywhere you go since we're still currently dealing with the situation. And that's not what this podcast is about, is it? No, it is not. It's about talking about dating, my dating elves, 
guys who I flirted with and failed miserably and some wins. I want you to know that, yes, I've been sharing a lot of L's, but I have won in the past too. And I continue to hope that I would continue to win. But who wants to hear a podcast where every week a girl talks about how she met a guy or guys uh, and it was no drama, no pettiness. And she got the dude at the end. Like, no one wants to hear that. Everyone wants to hear all the bad shit. So <laughs> I want to make sure I include more bad shit than good shit. But I will include some dating wins one of these days, right? But anyway, so like I promised in the intro, I said I was going to talk about a brother that I met on Facebook. Listen, y'all, let, let me just get into the story. So, yes, I met a guy off Facebook. This was probably about, um, ooh, August of uh, uh, 2013. And, yes, he inboxed me. I don't even remember how we became. No, you know what? This is how we became friends. Because remember I told you about my blog. So, I have this blog that features black men. So, because of the blog, sometimes brothers would send us friend requests. That was not uncommon um, for brothers to find my personal page. I still don't know how they do it, but they do. And once they find out that I'm a blogger, they would send me friend requests. And that's what happened. I don't put a lot of personal stuff on my Facebook page. So I pretty much accept most people. Especially if you're a guy, because like I said, I feature men on my blog and I'm always looking for brothers to feature. That's, that's a given. So he sent me a friend request probably like a couple of weeks before he hit me up. I remember when I got the um, friend request, I said to myself, oh, he's an attractive guy. I, I mean, I did acknowledge it. I never hit him up about being on my blog though, but I did see that he was an attractive guy and I saw that he was a singer. So a few weeks go by after this, he sends the referral request. He sends me a message. He said, hey, you know, um, I want to introduce myself for the podcast. We will call him Keith. OK, so he said, hey, my name's Keith. You know, I've, I've been checking out your blog. I really, really like it. You know, if you guys happen to do anything in New York, please let me know. I would love to be a part of it. So I told him, I said, well, you know, I thank you so much for the love. And I told him, hey, you know what? We just so happily are traveling to New York to do some things in like another month. Maybe we can link up and, um, you know, you could be a part of the group. Now, sidebar, I don't want you guys to think that I'm meeting every guy that acknowledges my blog or Facebook. We were having a group photo shoot. And when I say we, I say me and my sister because my sister and I do the blog together. And that's not uncommon for us. We'll put out a post saying, hey, we're coming to New York. We're partnering in this place. And we'll show up and we'll do it at an outdoor location, maybe at the park, uh, maybe, you know, in a uh, nice urban area. But that's not uncommon for us to just throw out a post. And, you know, meet guys who want to be on our blog or who like our blog. So this was no exception. So I told him, I told him about how we were planning on coming to New York. Of course, he accepted. And I told him, hey, let's keep in touch. Then I gave him the blog phone number because I have a blog number specifically for when I interact with guys. So I gave him that number. He said, okay, you know, I will call you to confirm. I said, don't worry about it. I will more than likely hit you up to confirm. That was that. So two weeks passed. We're in New York now. Okay. We just wrapped up the dope photo shoot. And now Keith is hanging around us. So he said, so what are you ladies getting into? And I said, well, we probably just go back to our hotel room. Um, we, um, we just literally came up here just to do this. So we may just grab something to eat and go to our hotel room. So he says to us, he said, well, Hey, how about, you know, I could take you guys to a place that I love to go get some food from. Do you like Caribbean food? And of course we love Caribbean food, my sister and I. So he took us to a place not too far from where we did the shoot and we all sat and ate and we laughed and we talked and I realized to myself, I said, yo, you know what? He's not a bad guy it was obvious that he was older but he looked really good for his age 
told me a little bit about his music because he's a music artist. Told me a little bit about his background because he's Jamaican. Grew up in Boston, moved to New York um, to pursue his um, career in music. Winds up just staying and working a regular job. And, you know, he kind of does things off and on. But, yeah, he seemed like a really, really cool guy. I could definitely tell that he was a little into me because he was flirty. But I wasn't really paying it any mind. Because the thing about it is, I it's not that I didn't find him attractive right away. I did, but I just wasn't on that tip. So I kind of was just sticking to, uh, I was kind of just sticking to the blog business, right? Not really kind of focusing on the the obvious flirting that was going on. So at the end of the um dinner, you know, we, my sister and I wound up going back to the hotel and we chilled there and then we wound up leaving the next day. So a couple of weeks go by. Keith sends me another message on Facebook like, hey, just wanted to tell you that I had so much of a great time with you and your sister. I, I can't wait to see the photos. And I told him, you know, thanks for coming out. Glad that you were able to make it. Thank you for taking us to that restaurant. The food was really good. I hope the next time I come to New York, I can go there again. So I was not implying that him and I will go together. I was just putting out there that I liked the restaurant. Well, he says, well, hey, if you come to New York, let me know. I will take you again. And I can also take you to some other places. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this guy is really, really, really flirting hard. I'm still not biting. Like I still not just, okay, no problem. Still just really casual about it. So another week or two go by, we went ahead and put the pictures out on the blog. The pictures came out really, really nice. Of course, he hit me up again saying, oh, I love the photos. You know, I had such a great time. Again, don't forget about me. I really would like to see you again. So now he's like pressing, pressing. So he said, and I also wanted to tell you too that you don't ever have to worry about staying in a hotel. If you come here, you should. You can always crash on my couch. I'm a really, really cool guy. I promise I won't make you feel uncomfortable. You know, the hotels here are so expensive. Like, now he's trying to find any reason to keep in touch with me. So, I kind of chuckled a little bit. And I said, all right, well. I said, well, listen, I may be in New York in three weeks. If I'm in New York and if I do decide to come up, I will let you know. And maybe we can go out to eat again. So, of course, he was like, yes, yes, please, please. You do. I mean, you still have my phone number. I'm going to text you. So, I said, okay, well, I'll give you my personal number that way I'll make sure that I get the text from you because sometimes with the um, number that I use for the blog if I don't have anything going on I'll just keep that phone number off and it'll just keep going to voicemail so he was like oh okay okay I'll make sure I save this number instead and we'll be in touch so three weeks came I did go to New York sidebar I went to New York to meet up with a brother that was going to help me monetize the blog or working towards monetizing the blog. Because at that time, we really wanted to, you know, catch the attention of some media. We felt like that we was doing something really innovative with our blog. And we kind of just wanted to get it out there and seen by more people. So uh, I, yes, in fact, I did wind up linking up with him again, Keith. So the funny part about it is, we um uh, we had a really really good time. We had um went to a restaurant, a a place that was not too far from where he lived at. He lived in a gentrified section of Brooklyn. So anybody familiar with Brooklyn, the gentrified section specifically is really nice. There's white people there, but you can find some really good restaurants and I mean all different types of food. Of course, is Brooklyn. It's a melting pot. And he took me to this really, really dope place. It was a Mexican place with authentic Mexican food. Margaritas banging and shit. I mean, we had a really, really great time. So I did not stay with him that time. I did actually get a hotel room. However, I wound up coming up there again for Labor Day weekend with my homegirl, Janet, the person that I had went to St. Lucia with. And um, I did take up his offer because that weekend is so hard to get a hotel I knew that we weren't going to be able to find a place to stay so my friend Janet wanted to stay with one of her friends 
And I said, okay, you know, I will go ahead and stay with Keith. Now, by this time, I had known him for about six weeks, but we were talking regularly. After I met up with him the last time, we were talking like basically every day from there. So, and I really started to not necessarily like him to date him, but I actually started liking him as a friend. And I know he was interested in me because he was extremely flirty. However, I actually liked him as a friend. I did not look at him as somebody that I would interestingly date or even have sex with. <laughs> I was really, really just interested in building more friendships. So getting back to Labor Day weekend, we had um, a good time. If people are familiar with Labor Day weekend in Brooklyn, it's the uh, Caribbean carnival that, uh, well, actually, how would I describe it? So basically... Because of the high population of Caribbean culture in Brooklyn, they have a festival Labor Day that Monday in the, the park or whatever, carnival. And basically it's kind of similar to the carnivals in the uh, Caribbean where they play music, they have trucks playing music, and it's dedicated to all Caribbean islands. So for the most part, to me, the best trucks always are Trinidad, Haiti, <laughs> and Jamaica always come in there. And sometimes they have like big name artists too. And if you're any, if you're familiar with any of uh, Jamaican or Caribbean music, soca, reggae, dance hall, and zouk, compa, then you'll know they all have a different artist that represents one of those genres. And so it's always a good time. I actually went that year because I wanted to take some photos for my blog and what better way to meet black men than at a carnival that celebrates Caribbean culture because 99.99% of people from the Caribbean are black. With that 1% of with that 1% of white and Asian <laughs> influence and Indian, I forget a lot of Indians happen to also be from the Caribbean as well. But anyway, enough about that. We're not here to talk about that. So anyway, leading back to me and Keith. So yes, I wound up taking of him up on his offer and sleeping on what I thought would be his couch. The funny part about it is we didn't hang out that weekend. We did not. We did not hang out that weekend. We actually, he, I think I caught up there, what, Friday night? He, um, you know, he had everything set up for me. It was really, really nice. He was like, hey, you know, here's your area. You know, um, feel comfortable. He wound up leaving me there. And then once my girlfriend, Janet, came and picked me up, we wound up heading out. So it was so funny because this weekend was probably one of the worst weekends that I ever had for Labor Day weekend. Everything that happened could happen. I wound up getting drunk. Me and Janet wound up getting into an argument. It was so freaking bad. But Labor Day itself was dope. Of course, I met so many brothers, so it was a lot of fun. But child, oh my goodness. I'm not even going to talk about that today because we're here to talk about these niggas. But anyway, so Keith, like I said, we didn't really hang out. You know, I came and I went. And that was cool. So Sunday night, I wound up getting really, really trashed. I mean, really trashed. And I think that's because I was just kind of like over the whole weekend. The parties was, oh my goodness. I had been going to Labor Day weekend for many years. And I must say that was the worst weekend ever. The parties that we went to was terrible. It was just a lot of stuff going on. Janet had a friend with her who I did not like. Her energy was off. And I told you guys, I'm an energy person and I just was not feeling her homegirl. And I'm the type of person where, hey, your friends can be my friends, my casa, your casa. But this girl was just really, you ever hang out with somebody else's friend and they just complain the whole time about every fucking thing. Like everything was a problem. Yes, the party was trash. Okay, the party we went to was trash. She had a right to be upset about it. We all were upset, but bitch, shut up. She just would not stop complaining. Oh, I should. I knew I should have just hung out with such a such. She was one of these type people. Well, then leave, bitch. Like, if you're not having a good time, okay, great. Then fucking leave. Nobody's holding you at gunpoint. So it just threw my whole vibe off. So I ain't got trash because I just wanted to forget about how horrible the night was. So getting back after we left the party, of course, I was feeling it too much. 
Keith was home. So when I got to back to the apartment, Janet told Keith, like, hey, you know, Nina's a little woozy, right? So he was like, oh, I got her. I got her. I'll take care of her. So, you know, I just remember, like, laying down on the couch. And next thing you know, I woke up. And I was still on that couch the next day. Just feeling like shit on a stick because I was drunk the night before. Keith comes in with some tea saying, oh, you know, you were... A little out of it last night, kind of laughed, and I laughed, and I said, listen, I'm sorry. He was like, no, 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 you were good. He was like, you didn't say anything. You just went straight to sleep. So I was like, all right, cool. So he said, so what do you got planned for today? And I said, well, I'm going to head to the parkway. So and that's what I did. I head to the parkway. That's where they had the festival. Took all the pictures and then went back to Keith's place. So now we're sitting around. We're talking. We're laughing. You know, I don't know what happened. Maybe because the weekend was so terrible. Maybe because I really just felt on high because of the carnival. We wanted to make it out and having sex. That's exactly what happened. It was no fanfare. No, oh my gosh, fireworks. I probably halfway didn't even want it. I just felt like that I needed something to take back with me to Philly that was good. And I won. <laughs> It was excellent, okay? It was definitely what was needed for me to go back to Philly and and just have my my I mean have a have a memorable experience to say the least. So from that moment, of course, me and Keith's relationship started to change. Now, sidebar, me and Keith never got into a relationship. And I have my reasons to why we didn't. And if I have enough time to talk about why I felt like me and Keith never would make it in a relationship or why we didn't even go there, I will talk a little bit about it, but I'm not going to press the issue if I don't. But anyway, getting back to this. So now I'm back in Philly and now me and Keith are talking every single day and over and over again. He's texting me throughout my day. I'm texting him. We laughing. It was like... The funny thing, the the funny thing about the situation with me and Keith, it was that it was no pressure from either side. I was not pressuring him into doing anything with me far as like a relationship or dating. He wasn't pressuring me. So it was the perfect ideal situation for both of us. Because I'm going to be honest, at that time, I really was not looking for a relationship. And he wasn't either. Okay. But I really did enjoy his time. And Yes, I did find him attractive. He was older, but I did find him attractive. And I know that he found me attractive because he he made it very apparent on many occasions. And so I was just going with the flow of things. So anyway, months go by. Now me and Keith are basically like besties. I mean, I, <laughs> we're talking every single day. We He gave me good advice about the blog. I mean, he was just a really, really dope person and so what started to happen is I started to come up there once a month one because I wanted to of course do things for my block in New York because New York is such a big city and I don't live far from New York so I said hey why not take the opportunity to grow my block and two to hang out with him so that's usually what I would do I would come up there on a Saturday no I would come up there on a Friday night actually and Friday night we would hang out Saturday will spend me networking, meeting up with brothers or people, you know, to do blog things with. And then Sunday we would hang out together. So that was always the plan. And that's what we did. And I did that once a month. The sex was so good, sis. Can we talk a little bit about that? Because that's important. Because Keith was an older guy. All right. Because at this time, let me think. I, this was back in 2013. So I was about in my early 30s, Keith at that time was probably like 47, 48. I I felt like it. He looked really good for his age though. So even though he was an older guy, he looked younger, which was great. And uh, beautiful skin, really funny, really charismatic, very, very charismatic actually. And um, he was just fun. Like he was a fun time. I, I really had a good time with him. Uh, but we're talking about sex now. So what is interesting about having sex with older guys is that unlike younger guys, in my opinion, this is my opinion, 
he just really took his time just making sure that I felt good from head to toe, if I can describe that. I mean, sex with him was an experience. You know, he did not leave un no stone unturned. And I'll just leave it at that. He wasn't huge in the dick department. He was average, you know, but I mean, like I said, it was it was not always about the size. Um, and I mean he really, really did his thing. Like I really, really enjoyed having sex with him. I mean, it was definitely something different than what I was used to because this was my first older, older guy. So it was nice. Like, I mean, honestly, if I say I miss anything from Keith, it was the sex because he was really good in that department and he probably still is because he's a man whore, but we'll get to that later, honey. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so me and Keith had this really great friendship that included sex. I didn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it an FWB situation because I don't feel like FWBs actually spend real time together. So I would more, I would call it friendship with a sprinkle of dick, if that makes sense. Because me and Keith had a real legit friendship. Like it wasn't just about me calling him up and saying, hey, I'm going to be in New York this weekend. We fucking. And he'd be like, yeah, we going to fuck. And that was it. No, we actually hung out together to a lot. And he was not, he did not have a problem spending his money, but it was definitely dick involved. So I always call situations like that friendship with a sprinkle of dick because we really legitly was friends. So anyway, getting back to um just us hanging out. I mean, he used to take me all over Brooklyn too. I mean, he took me to so many great places. He used to take me to a place. Okay, matter of fact, oh, stop that, stop that. So maybe about three months in of our friendship with a sprinkle of dick, <laughs> I started noticing that Keith, though we were hanging out, it seemed that once we got outside, he kind of wanted to focus strictly on the friendship aspect, <laughs> which in my opinion, I was like, whatever, because at the end of the day, I knew I did not want to be in a relationship with Keith. Keith was way too old for me. And I really was just exploring something new. And that was really, really it. I never sat around and said to myself, oh my God, I could see myself with Keith. I just really was just enjoying something new. But I peaked that. And this is how. So the first time Keith had started to focus on a friendship when we were outdoors is he took me to a place called Reggae Retro. Now, sidebar, Reggae Retro is a event or a party where it focused on nothing but old school reggae. So if you're an old school reggae person like myself who loves old school reggae, you will love reggae retro because it is dope. Simple as that. You will love it. It is dope. I used to go there every month looking forward to reggae retro. So the first time Keith took me to reggae retro, it was, the music was dope. Sis, we're going to talk about niggas. Sis. I'm telling you, it was so many beautiful black men up in there. So let me tell you what Keith did. This is how I started to realize Keith wasn't shit. But let me tell you, sis, it's 27 minutes in. And I swear to God, if this podcast wanted to be in three hours, you better listen to this three hours because I can't leave a stone unturned in this story, okay? So Keith took me, takes me to, to Reggae Retro, all right? And... We gets in there. Now, I'm, you know, I'm looking around. I'm vibing to the music. Keith says to me, hey, um, I'm going to uh, run to the men's room and grab me a drink from the bar. Um, I, I'll try to link up with you, you know, in a, about a half an hour or so. Now, I said to myself, okay, like, all right, it takes you a half an hour to get a drink and go to the bathroom. But I said, okay, no problem. So he dug in his pocket. He handed me like a $20 bill. He was like, get yourself something. Now, sidebar, if you go into the bar, right, <laughs> and you know your friend wants a drink, why would you give her money to get her own drink? Wouldn't you just give her a, why don't you just, wouldn't you just get her a drink? So I peep gang, because listen, I'm from the hood, yo. If you can't even figure that part out, I'm from the hood. And I can pick up on shit instantly. Because you know that that is one of my hoodiest gifts. So anybody that's from the hood, we have these gifts 
of picking up on bullshit real quick. So that's exactly what I did. And I'm like, all right, but hey, he giving me money towards my drink. I don't care. I'm in reggae retro. So I goes over to the bar, grab me a little drink. And I'm standing around vibing to the music. The DJ was popping. It was playing all old school Sizzler. I am a Sizzler fan to the death of this. And I was having a blast listening to music. So I happened to just walk past, walking around, just having a good time, taking in. What do I see? I see Keith dancing all up on this chick. So I said to myself, Oh, I get it. So he either A, seen a girl that he liked or B, he seen a girl that he knew and he wanted to hang out with her instead of me. Now, I know what most of y'all thinking. Y'all probably saying, oh, fuck that. I would have left. Fuck him. Such and such and such. How he, how dare he do that? Da, 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 da. I said to myself, self, I am in Brooklyn, NYC. Okay. I am surrounded by some of the sexiest Rastafari's, um, Bob Marley family, all of these brothers looking like sex on a stick. I'm not paying Keith no attention. If Keith wants to pay attention to another person, then guess the fuck what? I'm going to pay attention to some brothers. So no sooner than I see that, and the reason why I said Bob Marley family is because literally I met a bunch of brothers that night that looked like they was related to Bob Marley. I swear to God. And I'm not saying that because they had locks because I am very familiar with lock culture and I don't associate every black man that have locks with Bob Marley. I'm just saying these brothers literally look like Bob Marley's sons. They were all around the same complexion. It was just really, really funny. So I'm standing there and uh, one of the uh, brothers, because it was four brothers, and one of the brothers come up to me and he was like, you've been standing here by yourself for a long time. He had an accent. I picked up that it was Trinidadian, but I didn't say, hey, are you from Trinidad? I kind of asked him where he was from. And he said, oh, you know, I'm from Trinidad. And I said, oh, okay, what's, that's what's up, blah, 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 blah. So he's like, I see you standing here by yourself for a long time. I've been watching you. And um, do you want to dance? So I said, sure, why not? So I'm dancing with him. He looking good, smelling good. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm, I forgot that I came there with Keith. So he takes me over to the bar. He was like, do you want something to drink? I said, you know, I'm a little hot. I'm going to just grab some water. So now... He introduces me to his brothers and they literally all look like Bob Marley kids. And I'm like, damn, all of y'all fine? You ever be in a group? Well, maybe you might not go out alone, but if you ever been somewhere, you see like five or six cute niggas and you think to yourself like, damn, sis, yo, if my friends were here, we would freaking cop all these dudes. I was thinking that. I'm like, damn, man, I should have brought my girlfriends because we could have all had one of these niggas because they all was looking good. They was all mad cool. I literally hung out with them for the whole night. So once the end of the night comes, now Keith looking for me. I'm standing there talking to the Bob Marley the kid lookalikes. The lights come on because this is the part where you got to see who you've been dancing with and if they are as cute as you think they are. So the lights come on. Bob Marley kids looking even finer. The one that I was really much talking to and dancing with all night nice, says to me, he said, oh my goodness, you are so beautiful. And I said to him, you, oh my goodness, you're so handsome, kind of like mocking him. And he laughed. He was like, listen, we want somewhere else after this. <laughs> Do you want to roll? And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to come because I'm going to be honest. Even though they was cool niggas, and I'm pretty sure we would have had a good time. I'm like, nah, I ain't going to do no stupid shit this weekend because I don't really know them, number one. I'm the only female, number two. And you never know. Like, you can't be too careful. And even though I've done some uncareful things in my life, I'm pretty sure you listened to when I told you about how I went to St. Lucia. I was not doing no uncareful shit to that night, so... I exchanged numbers with Bob, the, the, I was about to say Bob Marley's son. Oh my God. I exchanged numbers with the one that I had been dancing with all night and then went on about my business. So now the one that I was dancing with all night, he follows me outside. So we're still talking. He's still trying to convince me to come hang out with them. I'm like, oh, 
just keep in touch. I'll try to come back up here in a few weeks or so. Maybe we can do something then. He was like, okay. And um, then here comes Keith coming out of the club. You ready? And I said to him, yeah, I'm ready. So Bob Marley's son backs off and he was like, is this you? And I'm like, no, 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 this is my friend. I made sure I emphasized on friend. I said, oh no, this is my friend. Friend, this is such and such. I don't remember what the guy name was. So he's looking all goofy, Keith, like, I, like I'm the one that left me. And so he had a little attitude. So now we're walking back to his apartment because he lived right around the corner from his apartment. And I was thinking to myself, how dare he have an attitude that I decided to hang out with the Bob Marley sons and you pretty much left me all night to go dance with some other chick who he literally danced with all night. So he had an attitude. So I'm just walking. I'm on cloud nine. I had a great time tonight and nobody was not going to stop me. So we get back to his apartment. He jumps in the shower. Then I jumps in the shower afterwards. So we're laying in his bed. So he got his back turned to me, child. I got my back turned to him. And I'm like, wow, he's really mad. But I didn't say nothing. I just went to sleep. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to sit here and entertain this because at the end of the day, what was you expecting me to do? Was you expecting me to chase behind you all night? Was you expecting me to stand around looking like a lost puppy? I am in Brooklyn, New York, where there are some of the most beautiful Caribbean men and other men from other backgrounds there. I'm not going to pay you any attention. If you're going to have yourself a great time with your little friend, I'm going to have me a great time with a family of sexy black men. Okay, that happened to look like they related to Bob Marley. And I didn't give a fuck. Because at the end of the day, I paid my money to come to New York that weekend. And damn it, I was going to have the time of my life. So the next day is Sunday. I guess he's over it now. He never brings up Saturday night. I never bring up Saturday night. Because at the end of the day, it was been done to me. I had a blast. And that's all that mattered. So he makes breakfast. We hang out. We wanted to go into the Harlem. And that was that. But as I was going back home, I peeped something with Keith that I did not like. Keith felt like that he could do whatever he want, but he didn't like the fact that I, I pretty much did what I wanted. He didn't like that shit. So let's get to the meat and the potatoes. <laughs> so one weekend, of course, the, the following weekend, now I'm loving Brooklyn, New York, and I'm loving Brooklyn, New York so much that I'm like, damn, I want to live here. That's how much I was falling in love with the place. So I comes up there the following weekend. This was probably in November. I'll never forget it. November of 20, I want to say, no. Matter of fact, no, absolutely not. No, 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 no. It was not November. I did come up there. However, um, this specific situation actually happened in February of the following year because me and Keith wanted to keep it in touch and I was coming up there every month now sidebar because after about three months of me and Keith talking him and I both realized that we would never be in a relationship with each other we were fine with not being in a relationship with each other because I for one just did not feel like I wanted to be with him because of his age and because of there's other things that I just didn't necessarily care about. And I'm pretty sure it might have been the same with him too. So we realized that we were best off as friends. Friends with a sprinkle of dick, right? So I was still coming up there every week. I mean, I mean, every month we were still going different places. And, you know, I was really just enjoying the fact that, hey, I had a, a great friend in Brooklyn who gave me good dick. And I did not have to spend money on those high-ass hotels. And I was having a good time. Like, I look forward to us hanging out. So, because after a while, we would talk about other people who we were talking to. Now, Keith wanted to tell me about a girl who he had met for the podcast, We'll Call Her Sandra. So, he said that, you know, he knows that Sandra likes him a lot. And though, even though he likes Sandra too, he's not really ready to be in a relationship. He was very, very clear with that with everybody that he was dealing with. So he says. So Sandra, I'm not going to get too much into our business because ironically, me and Sandra are friends. I will get into that later in the story. But 
just to sum it all up, Sandra is a beautiful singer. She lives, she moved to New York to pursue her um, career as a singer. That's all I'm going to talk about with Sandra. Because like I said, Sandra is still my friend. So, um, you know, he told me about a girl named Sandra and how, you know, she had a beautiful singing voice and he was just getting some details about how he knew that she really liked him and he was unsure about where he would go with Sandra because he felt like there were just some things that he didn't necessarily want to be involved with and just things like that. Right. So, (coughs) sorry, y'all. So one weekend, this was probably in February. Just like normal, I went to New York to hang out with Keith. And so Keith and I are sitting at a restaurant, the uh, margarita place that I had told you about a little earlier in the story. So we're sitting there drinking margaritas, eating Mexican food, and his phone is blowing up. I mean, blowing up, just going off, going off, going off. And like I said, by this time, me and him had been pretty much engaging or talking I don't even know what you would call it but we have been pretty much entertaining each other for like five months so I I already knew that Keith was dealing with other bitches he kind of knew though he claimed he didn't have a problem with it even though I felt like he did but he knew that I was talking to other guys I wasn't having sex with anybody else but I did have guys who I entertained and um yeah so that was that so I felt that it was strange that he wouldn't pick up his phone because he knew I wasn't going to get jealous and the phone just kept going off, going off, going off, going off, like back to 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 back. And I'm like, listen, Keith, answer that fucking phone. He was like, nah, because I I know who it is and I just don't want to talk to this person. I said, well, obviously they are going to keep calling. So I would just pick up the phone. So he was like, no, I don't want to pick up the phone because I'm having such a good time and I just don't want any buzz killed. So I said, okay, I feel you. Phone kept going off, going off, going off, going off, going off, going off, going off. Now, 10 times, Keith decides, I'm looking at Keith. He's looking at me. He's irked. It's obvious that he's irked. So I said, Keith, just answer the fucking phone. So he answers the phone. It was Sandra. Now, he is on the phone with her. He's real dry. Like, he's like, hello, I'm out. I'm eating Mexican food. I'm with a friend. Like, he's, like, answering questions, obviously. and But he sounds really irked. You can't. Because I said so. Such and such and such. So, I'm just like, alright. What the hell is going on? So, he hangs up and he just goes back to drinking his margarita. He didn't say anything about it. He didn't say... And I didn't ask. Because I didn't want him to think that I cared. Because I didn't. I was curious, but I didn't care. You know? So, anyway. We sitting at the table... And then next thing you know, I look up and it's Sandra. Now, I have never met Sandra before this, so I didn't know it was her. So he is pissed, okay? Like, what are you doing here? And she was like, listen, Keith, I just want to get my stuff at your house. He was like, I am in the middle of hanging out with my friends. So she is not moving, so I sit in there, I'm sipping on my margarita. Now I'm tipsy, so I don't give a fuck. I look up at her. I said, listen, sis, just sit down. Get yourself a margarita. We had a picture on the table. I said, get yourself a margarita and chill out. So she sits down. So now Keith looking at me side-eye. And I'm like, listen, she's obviously not going to leave. So we're not going to continue to make a scene. Just sit down. Like... So she sits down, I hands her a glass because we had an extra glass on the table, pours her the margarita. So the three of us are literally sitting at the table. So Keith's pissed, she's pissed, and I'm in la-la land because I'm trashed. So she said, listen, I just want to get my stuff. He said, "You can't you see that I am out with a friend? So she was like, "I'm just give me the key. He was like, I'm not giving you the key to my place. So I'm not even paying attention to what's going on. So finally, I had looked over at her. He introduced us. He said, you know, Sandra, this is me. Nee. Nee, this is Sandra. Sandra, this is the, the, the girl that I told you about who has the blog. So she said, oh, yeah, I heard so many nice things about you. And I said, okay, well, yes, I heard some nice things about you too. Blah, 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 blah. So he's just sitting there. You can tell he he's fucking over it. 
I'm really just like, whatever at this point, because like I said, I was tipsy, the food was popping and I was just enjoying my time. Like nothing was going to stop me from having a good time. That's the type tip that I be on. So finally, at the end of the night, we all leave. So now Sandra and Keith are arguing in outside the restaurant. She's begging him to come to the house. He's basically like, no, such and such and such and such. So finally, I says to um, Keith, I pull him to the side. I say, listen, just let her come get her stuff. Now, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'll be honest. But from what I hear, she had stuff at his house. So he was like, oh, I'm so sorry that this happened. I said, listen, no need to apologize. Just have her come get her stuff so we can get back to our weekend. So we all walks around to the, his apartment because, like I said, he lived right around the corner from the place. She come gets her things. It's like 2.30 in the morning. She come gets her things. So now she's at the door getting ready to leave. So he was like, where are you going? I'll probably stay at a shelter tonight. So I don't know what the fuck came over me this night. I don't know if it was heaven. I don't know if it was the spirit of my ancestors. I don't know if it was God himself. But I said to Keith, I said, listen, Keith, it's 2.30 in the morning. Where is this? There's no way this girl is going to be able to find a place to stay at this time, even at the shelter. So I said to him, I said, listen, why don't you just have her stay here? He was like, no, he's pissed. He's pissed. I said, listen, I know I don't know this girl, but I would hate for something to happen to her because of the fact that you're basically telling her that she can't stay here. It's 2.30 in the morning. I know it's New York City. However, where is she going to stay at? Why is she staying at the, the shelter? Like, I need answers. And I'm like, listen, as a woman, I know most people probably wouldn't have done what I did. But at the end of the day, I mean, I knew what me and Keith's relationship was. I was not there for the, I, I was not there with, for the uh, possibility of us becoming a couple. I knew that wasn't going to happen. I did not want that to happen. So at the end of the day, yes, I knew that he was entertaining other bitches. He knew that I was entertaining other niggas. But at the end of the day, I just did not feel comfortable basically him pushing this girl out at this time of night. And it made me really look at him differently. But anyway, but then again, I can't judge him because it's like how many women, you know, are going to feel comfortable allowing another girl to impose on their weekend with a nigga that they supposed to be fucking I, I i get it i get it and he just really wanted to make me comfortable ultimately so i'm not going to judge him but so he was just like are you fine with that yes i said to him i said i am very fine with that you know i will sleep in the living room so of course he was really mad because he really wanted this ass and i wanted this dick but i mean at the end of the day it is what it is right so i slept in the living room that night and the next day you know Keith in the kitchen making breakfast for both of us. I don't know if him and um, Sandra had sex last night. It was not my business. Like I said, I know this story is not the most <laughs> common story, but at the end of the day, it's whatever. So he in the kitchen making breakfast. So he makes breakfast for all three of us. And Sandra pulls me to the side and she said, listen, I know we don't know each other, but I really appreciate what you did. Um, I really didn't have any place to go. And then she started to get into what was going on. And I just said to her, like, listen, you don't have to tell me all of this. I understand. Um, I just didn't feel comfortable having you be out at 2.30 in the morning. So she was like, you know, I really appreciate it. I'm so sorry to impose on you and Keith's time, but I really just needed to get my stuff. So I said, I get it. I get it. So this is Saturday. Now, obviously... I don't know what was going on with her home situation, but she never left. So we wound up just making a three threesome over it. Not literally, but <laughs> we just wound up hanging out together that weekend. So Saturday rolls around after me and um, after Keith makes breakfast for us, he was like, hey, let's all head to Harlem. <laughs> so we took us to Harlem. You know, we hanging out in Harlem and then we come back and we do some shopping. He took us to this place. I brought some clothes and he picked up a couple of things. Sandra obviously didn't, but you know, we were all hanging out and 
Come to find out, Sandra turned out to be a really, really cool girl. And, I mean, we talked a little bit and we, you know, we really, really had a good time. Like, I know it's strange and I know it's not the most common situation to happen, but we really had a good time. So, Saturday night rolls around. Where do we wind up going to? Reggae Retro. So, we get dressed to go to Reggae Retro. Now, we get there. And, um, of course... Like normal, Keith does a disappearing act. He pays for us to get into the place. He buys us our first drink. Next thing you know, he disappears. So me and Sandra are standing around. So she's pissed. Like she's really, really mad about the situation. And she's like, how dare he invite us to go out with him and he just disappears. I said, let me tell you something, Sandra. Me and Keith go to Ray Retro every month and he does this every month. Now, I don't know if you realize this or not, but we are in New York City and New York has a lot of beautiful black men. So I don't know about you, girl, but I'm not going to stand around waiting on no damn Keith. We're going to have ourselves a good ass time. So I brought us two more drinks and now we're having fun. So like every time I go to Reggae Retro, some guys come over to us. That I forget where they were from, but they had accents. And one of them was skin was dark like heaven at nighttime. Y'all know how I love my dark skin brothers. And we had a good ass time. So we all dancing. She got one friend. I got one friend. We laughing. You know, we having good time. We winding it up at the place. Now the lights come on. So the dude says to both of us, the guys that, you know, we were hanging out with, Oh my goodness, y'all both are so beautiful. And don't get me wrong, yes, Sandra is really beautiful. And um, he said, oh my goodness, you both are so beautiful. Oh man, we had a good time. So now Keith walks over to us and he sees us talking to the guys. And now he has the nerve to get jealous. I said to myself, the hypocrisy in this whole situation. So... After we exchange numbers with the guys, we leave. Keith has a nerve. Listen to this shit, y'all. Keith has a nerve to pull me to the side and says this to me. You know, I appreciate, you know, you keeping Sandra company tonight. But I think I should just let you know that Sandra isn't like you. She's a good girl this motherfucker i said what bitch he said excuse me i said no what the fuck does that supposed to mean she's not like me she's a good girl so what you trying to imply that i'm a whore you trying to apply well oh no no no, no. i'm not saying that so what the fuck does that mean what the fuck does that mean key so now i'm mad as shit he was like oh no she she just has a soft heart and she's not like you meaning that you know she understands like now he trying to clean it up and shit and I was really offended because I said, at the end of the day, you bring me out to this place every week and you leave me every month and you leave me. OK. And yet and still, I just because you do the same shit with Sandra, which you thought Sandra was going to chase after you all night. And when I told her not to, you got a problem with that. If you gave a fuck about Sandra, you wouldn't have left her hanging out with a person who she just met the day before. But obviously you didn't. So now because I'm trying to make her feel good because you left her at the damn club like you do me every month. You got a problem with that shit? So now I'm mad. So I walks off. I say, you know what? Fuck this. I walks off. So Sandra comes behind me. She's like, girl, don't even get let him get to you. Best of you. You know, that's just him. I said, listen, he did not have to offend me. I said, basically, he's upset because I allowed you to have a good time. She was like, he he got some fucking nerve. She was like, this nigga basically put me out every weekend. So I'm looking at her like, what? So I, she was like, yes, girl. I said, whoa, no. So wait, hold up. She was like, I've been living with him for two months. I said, are you serious? She said, yes. I've been living with him for two months. And every weekend when it's time for him to entertain his bitches, no offense, he puts me out. And I didn't have anywhere to go this weekend because the place that I was going to go stay at, she, her and I got into an argument and she basically said I couldn't come there. So I said, well, I'll be damned. 
So I said, listen, Sandra, are you in a relationship with him? She said, no, I'm not in a relationship with him, but he pays my, my bills. I mean, she, you know, he pays my cell phone bill and he does all of these things for me. He's basically taking care of me. So I said, what? I said, yo, I did not know this. She was like, I know. So I said, so like, what is your status? She was like, I don't even know what we are, girl, but so she gets into other things that I'm not going to talk about on the podcast because like I said, her and I are friends. However, I didn't want to say this to sum it up because we're at 54 minutes. But like I said, I was not leaving any other story out to sum it all up. I'm not going to lie. When Sandra told me that's how Keith was doing, I got turned off because at the end of the day, I really feel like, and she knows this, I feel like that he strung her along. Now, don't get me wrong. They are adults in that situation, meaning that everybody has the sound mind and body to make decisions. However, I really felt like deep down inside, he knew exactly what he was doing. He wanted a girlfriend during the week and he wanted to be a fucking freak during the weekend. And that's, and he kind of played up on her situation and he used it to the best of his ability because basically she also told me how he did not want her talking to no other guys. And I just was like, wow, are you kidding me? And she was like, yes. So I say all this to say because of time, because we're at 55 minutes, I will um say it. Say this as plain as clear. That whole situation made me look at Keith very differently. Um, Like I said, I never had a hopes that me and him were going to get in a relationship. Like I said, at the end of the day, I never really felt like that me and him was compatible in a relationship sense. But however, I did like him. You know, I, the sex was great, but I, I don't know. I just felt like the way he treated women, I did not like them. I felt like that even with how he treated me, I was just another bitch that he used at his disposal. Oh yeah, I got my Philly bitch coming this weekend. Oh, I got my my girlfriend-like bitch that stay at the house every week. And then there was other chicks that he kind of entertained too. And I just was like, you know what, despite what um our relationship was, I can't continue to see a guy that basically uses bitches like how we switch out our shirts every day. Like, oh, I'm going to put on a green shirt today or I'm I'm going to put on a red shirt today. Like, that's pretty much how he treated women. Like, they were just convenience items to him. And I just didn't like that. And I just kind of backed off. Crazy part about it is he was upset about that. He was mad at Sandra. He was mad at me. He kept calling me, texting me. I was not responding to his text messages. Like I said, at the end of the day, that whole situation just made me look at him differently. Because I'm like, how did you expect somebody not to have feelings for you when you're they're basically living with you? You're basically taking care of them. You guys are basically playing house during the week. And then on the weekends, you kick her out so you can bring other bitches to your house. Like, I'm sorry. I just wasn't feeling that situation. To me, I, I couldn't even. And like I said, it was none of my business. And I knew what me and his relationship was. But at the end of the day, I couldn't continue to sleep with a guy and entertain a guy knowingly, knowing that that's how he treated women. I don't know. That was just weird to me. So I stopped. So where are me and Keith at today? So me and Keith have talked since then. Um, Not much. Every now and then he might hit me up like, hey, how's it going? I say, hey, how's it going? Of course, you know, the blog has grown tremendously since then. And he occasionally, um, you know, hit me up and be like, hey, congrats. I see the blog is still growing. I see you're still active with it. Far as me and Sandra's relationship, we're pretty cool. I mean, I'm not going to say she's my best friend, but we do occasionally keep in touch. I actually just talked to her last week. She's still in New York. She still has an on again, off again friendship with Keith. I don't deal with him at all. So... That's the end of that story, child. I told you it was crazy. It's literally 58 minutes in. When I come back, I am going to um, talk about the Instagram stalky of the week. Hey, y'all. I'm back with the Instagram stalky of the week. So what young man 
whose Instagram we going to stalk today. Of course, <laughs> did I prepare? Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> but it is what it is. So right now I'm scrolling through Instagram. I'm looking through some of the brothers that we feature in the past so we can stalk their Instagram. Now, I'm going to be honest, there are a lot of brothers that we featured in the past. And I don't know who we're going to feature today. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Oh, yes. Let's talk about him. Okay. So, this week's Instagram stalky of the week is Instagram Sim Serenade. So, that's S I M M. S-E-R-E-N-A-D-E. Now, this brother, I forget where he's from. I think he's from Atlanta. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. X that. He's from Virginia. He's from Virginia. He is a motivational speaker and a artist, a poet. Really, really attractive. But what I love about him is... The fact that he's really into the community, does a lot of things with the community, really into the kids. And it's something so extremely sexy about a goddess into the kitties. Okay. Especially me being my mom. Um, I don't think he has children. I'm scrolling through his Instagram right now. Um, I don't really get an opportunity to stalk it as much as I would like. However, I'm still um I'm scrolling through it and I don't see any women that I that I could possibly link him to. Hmm. Actually, actually, I'm not seeing any ladies. Yeah, no. I If I was to think I could say he's single, I mean, again, we don't really know because a lot of times these guys do not be putting their women on their pages. So it's hard to determine, but he may be single. He may not be. But from what I, from what I see on his Instagram page, we're going to say he's single. <laughs> But yes, dark skin, thick ass beard. I mean, he's beautiful. He's beautiful. Beautiful smile. Um, page full of inspiration. So if you want a sexy guy to inspire you too. <laughs> I said a sexy guy that inspires you too. Oh my gosh. Um, check him out. Um, again, his Instagram is Sim S-I-M-M-S-E-R-E-N-A-D-E. Let's see if he got anything coming up. Because like I said, he is um, a motivational speaker. I don't see anything. Okay, he into our Lord. Okay, looks like that he's also into the Lord. Because I do see some posts about God and God is dope. So I would assume that he's spiritual. Hmm. Yeah, he's sexy though. He's really sexy. He has this one picture where he's dark skin, right? Of course, because you know I like dark skin niggas. He's dark skin, and then he also has like a black background. And he, this picture is dope, y'all. Yeah, he's fucking sexy as shit. Mm-mm. He he got this one picture where he's like on his billboard, and he looks delicious. Oh man, this picture of him is nice. He don't look super tall though, but he's thick. Like he's like thin thick, which which I love. All right, so yes, yeah, so that's our Instagram stalky other week. Check him out. And guess what, guys? I have an email address. So if you've been checking out my podcast and you like it, hate it, send me mail. Um blackgirlflirting at gmail.com. Um, if you have brothers who you've um, stalked and you want me to take a look at their Instagram and stalk them too, you can also send that to my email as well. Also, if you've been checking out our Instagram stalkies of the week and you want to talk about how sexy they are, send me email about that too. Blackgirlflirting at gmail.com. Uh, I'm so happy to finally have an email. I feel like a professional podcaster now. <laughs> Well, sis, we made it to the end of the podcast. This week's podcast is going to be a little bit long, but I was not cutting that story at all. I, there's no way I was going to cut that story. But hopefully you enjoyed it. Next week, of course, I am going to talk about more brothers that I encountered. Um, I 
think next week I'm going to talk about my experience with that dating at Black and how that worked for me. Um, I'm thinking about actually getting back on Black this week. So what I'll do is, for the sake of the podcast, I will get back on Black this week, see if I can interact with some brothers, maybe get a quarantine date or two. And then this coming weekend, I will tell you guys all about it. Yes, that's the plan, okay? Quarantine dating for that ass. All right, y'all, y'all have a good week and um, stay safe, continue to practice uh, social distancing, and I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.